Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fat Love Talk, your podcast for gaming news, entertainment, and whatever else seems to interest me at this point in time in my life. This week, we have a loaded baked potato full of content for you today. I hope you're ready for this one. I'm super excited. The Black Ops 4 beta is live. I've been playing it. I'm going to give you some early reactions, some thoughts. Uh, Switch now has Go Vacation. I mentioned it two weeks ago on my podcast before last week's bonus episode. I was testing something new out with. I mean, I will mention that again. Oh, we got other gaming releases. We have Spider Man to talk about. We have an Amazon uh, original uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan with John Kroninski in it. Very excited to talk about that. It's coming at the end of the month. And then at the end of the podcast, we have a special holiday segment that I thought up for you guys and uh, give me your thoughts and feedback on that. Uh, without further ado, this is Fat Love Talk. As a quick PSA before we get started on this week's podcast, I do want to let you know that if you do have the Anchor app downloaded uh, in addition to hearing my bonus episodes where I try out my radio personality voice and play you some music that's interesting to my life, I will be adding music to my podcasts. So I just played uh, Lemon Eyes um, before this, right now what you're hearing. However, if you're listening on any platform available for my podcast and it is not the Anchor app itself, you probably did not hear that. You went straight from my intro to the transition and now to hearing my voice where we are at this moment in time. Um, I just want to let you know, I will be adding those little fun uh, additions for those of you listening to my podcast that want to go out of their way and listen to my podcast on the Anchor app itself. Um, you can send me voice messages, which I will uh, probably include in my podcast if it's relevant. And uh, it's a wonderful submission. I would love to hear from you guys. And it's a great way to keep in touch with me. Um, for my podcast. If you want to listen to that, you can also find other podcasts. I have great suggestions um, for other podcasts I have found on the platform. A friend of mine has a podcast, uh, found other Nintendo podcasts, etc. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump straight into it. Thank you so much. And if you want to listen to the songs that I add to this podcast, make sure you download the Anchor app on either your iPhone or your Android device. Thank you so much. Minecraft. Minecraft took over the world when it came out originally. And now it is on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch, the new Xbox, the old and new PlayStation, probably PSP and PS Vita. It's everywhere. Not only do you have console versions of the game, you have PC versions of the game, you have skins, cases, backpacks, decals, all kinds of stuff. I would love a creeper bobblehead, to be completely frank, to stick on my dash on my car. Uh, you don't realize how creepy the creepers are until you play the game and get into it. Why do I mention all of this? Because it's simple. I've recently picked up Minecraft. If you're following me on my YouTube at Alpha Phenomenon Gaming, then you've seen my streams. I stream a couple hours every evening. My game varies, but there for a while I was going strong playing Minecraft. My very first time ever playing Minecraft was streamed. It's my very first Minecraft stream on my profile on YouTube at Alpha Phenomenon Gaming, and I, I loved it. 
I fell in love with it right away, and I've been playing it ever since. And even after this podcast, I will be getting on Minecraft. Now, the Black Ops 4 Private Beta is also this weekend, which I will get into in a moment. However, I wanted to mention Minecraft first, because I'm on the road to getting the Platinum Trophy. As a trophy hunter, um, not as much of a trophy hunter as my friend Tyler, of course, um, or my brother, but I do still like earning those trophies when available. The Platinum for Minecraft probably isn't too overly difficult. I've already talked to my friend and my brother, and we're going to kind of cooperate with each other, work together when we're all on to kind of get some of the harder trophies together, whereas I have my own world that I'll play on by myself, and when my friend Tyler's on, I hop into his world. It's really great. I'm having a fun time with it. And I just wanted to throw out there that I love Minecraft. Now, I was playing Seven Days to Die, and this is how my friend Tyler got me into Minecraft, was because my brother wanted to play Seven Days to Die. And I was like, okay, I bought it. Haven't played it yet. I guess I'll go ahead and play it. I bought it on sale a while back, and I was like, it's in my backlog. I was going to play it anyway. Why not just play it now? Fantastic game. I love, love, love the survival genre, all right? There's just something about the survival genre that just gets me. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy The Walking Dead in October because I've already committed to Red Dead Redemption 2 and Fallout 76 with my friends. That being said, if I have some extra cash, (laughs) not so much extra time, but some extra cash, I might pick it up after release. Also, I haven't seen a lot of like official gameplay for it. That's one of the reasons why. But I digress. There are a lot of games I want. Minecraft, however, is a recent addition that I just love. Love, 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 love. And I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, if you want to hit me up, any platform that you can find me. Of course, my plugs are out there. I would love to know your favorite survival genre title because Minecraft and Seven Days to Die are only the surface. And I only mentioned The Walking Dead because I feel like that game's going to be a survival uh, genre type game as well. Um, So I I was like, if it ends up being different or story-related or something, I can deal with that. But I just think that it's going to be more survival genre-based, where you have to get supplies, survive, build, defend, etc. Kind of like what the Fortnite um, PvE was before they had the whole Battle Royale secondary thing they did, which I'm salty about that for a number of reasons, most of which being I paid $90 for that game to get early access before they even had Battle Royale. And I was playing the PvE with my friends. We were having a great time. And then Fortnite comes out with the Battle Royale mode. And then they, the developers neglect their PvE mode. And then the developers neglect Paragon. And the developers neglect a bunch of other stuff. And I'm just like, well, they're a company. They're making a lot of money with that. So from a business standpoint, I understand. From the standpoint of a person who spent 90 bucks for their game... A little salty about that. I digress. I think what it is about the Battle Royale genre 
is the idea that you have to survive. And it pumps your adrenaline up in a firefight or finding a really good weapon. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to win. When in reality, there can be a sniper 500 feet behind you on a tower just looking at you like, fool, I got this. Maybe he's a crap shot. Maybe he's not. But the point is, the unknowing is why this genre probably picked up. I'll stick to other games. I'm not even playing Fortnite right now. The PvE. I don't play Fortnite, period, as far as Battle Royale goes. I don't play Battle Royale at all. Um, the next Battle Royale I plan on playing is the uh, Blackout mode um, that's going to be in beta in September for Black Ops 4, which I'll get into in a second. Um, I did want to mention real quick that um, the survival genre, while it is not the biggest genre, I feel like deserves more recognition. And I say that because there's like a niche group of gamers out there. And I'm part of that group where you could just sandbox the whole world and, and spend hours crafting something brilliant. Like, I, once I get the platinum for Minecraft, I would love to go into the seeds and like go to specific worlds that are great, use the uh, texture packs and all that stuff. Uh, when I get a decent desktop, I'd love to buy Minecraft on desktop, get Minecraft Realms, and like fully explore the game with my friends, because that would be everything. Absolutely everything. Uh, moving on, though, I will say I've mentioned Black Ops 4 quite a bit now. Let's go ahead and talk about that. The beta came out last night, Thursday night, early. I knew it would happen. Call of Duty, uh, Activision, Treyarch, somebody was definitely taking their sweet time sending out those codes to people who uh, got it from a retailer and needed to wait for an email. Oh, boy, howdy. I posted on the Twitter page. I tweeted myself personally about it, and I tagged Treyarch, and I tagged Activision and Call of Duty, I think. I'm just like, where's my beta code? Now, I'll be honest with you, I put $5 down at GameStop, got a beta code. I'm good now for the Blackout beta in September and the Black Ops 4 private beta for multiplayer going on right now this weekend. And I believe next weekend as well. That being said, I don't know if I'm going to buy Black Ops 4 yet. Now, I will say this, and this is something my friend Tyler already knows and will probably... Rub my face for the rest of my life. There's something about Call of Duty that just draws me in. Every year. I got my first Call of Duty title when I played Black Ops 2. <laughs> Get this. On my Wii U. My first PlayStation copy of, Black, of, of Call of Duty sorry, was Ghosts. And I've bought every Call of Duty since. Every year, like clockwork. I don't think I've gotten the season pass every year, but I've gotten the base game. And as somebody who's gotten this, the game every year, I can say Infinite Warfare is by far the worst version of Call of Duty I've ever played in my life. Flat out. I played Modern Warfare Remastered. I played Black Ops 2. Ghosts had Advanced Warfare, which is separate. Uh, Black Ops 3. World War 2. Infinite Warfare. And then now, the Black Ops 4 Private Beta. Treyarch does something special. 
with their games. Don't know what it is, but it feels good to hold in my hands to play. And I think I'm going to buy Black Ops 4. But I don't think I'm going to no-life it like I did Black Ops 3. See, in Black Ops 3, I put over 16 days worth of in-game time into multiplayer alone. That's not including like the three or four days of in-game time I played zombies or the time I spent in campaign or other various modes. 16 days and hours, I think it's over 360 hours. I think I did the math um, the other day, and I don't re exactly recall what it comes out to, but just times 16 by 24, and you'll get it. Um, that being said, I've put hundreds of hours into Black Ops 3, and that could be heavily influencing why I like Black Ops 4. Now... I've played one night of Black Ops 4 in the private beta. And I can say this. It feels good in my hands. The change from kill count to like damage count is really fun. The specialist decision-making is... I'm playing Chaos TDM, so you can have two of the same specialists, but no more than two. Um, whereas in regular mode, just one. And Chaos TDM is fun. However... The one critique I have to say is I wish there was a hardcore mode for the beta. Everything is core, so I'm not a big core player. I play hardcore TDM always. Like, that's my go-to. Hardcore TDM. And I like that. It makes the whole game more fun for me. And core is just, yeah, it's just, there's something about core that just throws me off. You know, the amount of ammo you clip into somebody, the, the damage output, RPM for, like, killing somebody, distance is involved. There's a whole thing I could go into. But uh, to save the podcast from unimportant details, I'll say this. I prefer hardcore over core. Simple as that. Um, the beta's in core, so I'm having fun with it still. But the specialists, let's talk about that. The timeline for Black Ops 4 takes place between Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3. Which, I know, is confusing. But, I didn't like all the futuristic crap they were doing with Call of Duty. And, lo and behold, Infinite Warfare just went above and beyond. Let's just go all the way in the future. We have all this space stuff. Travel and planets and... This isn't Destiny. Stop it. What are you doing? I don't even play Destiny as it is. Like, no. Okay? If I wanted to do that, I'd play Destiny. I'd play, you know, Mass Effect. I'd play all these other space games. You know, like, let's just stop imitating other games. No Man's Sky had an update. Why would I play... I just... Look. I think Call of Duty should stick to what it's good at. Boots on the ground. Combat. First person, combat. Tweak the guns, make them good, throw me in a match, let's go. Jumping on walls and climbing up towers and boost sliding and boost jumping and specialist abilities and all this extra crap is not necessary to make a game fun. Okay? 
In fact, it could do the opposite. I let my friend Tyler play one or two matches. Well, actually, he played one and a half. I'll explain that. Um, of the beta, you know, earlier today before this podcast. And he, he couldn't even finish the second match. He was like, no, I'm done. One, I don't play core. It's terrible. And two, I'm just... I'm just I'm not into Call of Duty, and so I tried. He humored me. I appreciate that. If you're listening, Tyler, thank you for humoring me. But it's just not his cheese, you know. Like it's not his thing, and I can understand that. I can I can respect that. But <sighs> the beta's fun so far, and I'm trying to talk myself out of buying it day one because I want to invest my time in Red Dead Two. I want to invest my time in Fallout Seventy Six. I want to invest my time. In Spider-Man, which I'll talk about in a second, I don't have time to play a a, a first-person FPS online game these days. Okay, my time is too important. And I would love to be a casual player, but I'm not. I'm the guy who can sit here for hours. My stream from last night, playing the beta for the first time, was five five hours, five and a half, something like that. You can go to my YouTube channel and look at that. And uh, <laughs> just so you know, there's a lot of language in that stream. Um, but there's also a really, really great restaurant idea my friends were talking about while I was playing. So that, that's worth checking out in itself. Um, shameless plug to that. I mean, my friends are great at restaurant ideas. Um, but the beta itself, if you don't like Black Ops 3, if you don't like Call of Duty, if you don't like... FPS shooters, this game is not for you. But if you do, if you like it, if you want it, cool. I'll probably end up buying it and trying really hard to balance myself this year. But I just I just don't know. I'm gonna have to wait till closer to October to make my mind up. I'm I'm gonna wait till the beta is over next weekend. Wait till it's over. Wait till September when the blackout beta comes out. Because you're not really getting a campaign this year as far as I know. And that being said, multiplayer and blackout have to be worth the purchase. And I mentioned Battle Royale earlier. Call of Duty might make a good one. The only thing is, is it going to be Call of Duty's first time making a third-person shooter? Or is it going to be a first-person Battle Royale? And if that's the case, and there are vehicles, how's that going to work? And if that's the case, you know, how many people are going to fall onto the map? Do you still parachute in? Do you just spawn in? Like, I need to know these things. We'll see in September, obviously. Moving on, though, I do want to talk about Go Vacation. Go Vacation came out on Switch this past weekend, right? And it's been out about a week now, and I did not buy it. I ended up holding off on it because when I looked it up online, I saw gameplay, and I was like, that's more than enough for me right now. I'm more invested in my PlayStation right now. I need to be smart about my money. And if I'm going to be smart about my money, I need to manage it better. So I held off on buying it. I'm going to wait till the homie Tyler gets his copy, and then we can get it together and play it. Um, but I watched gameplay, and it looks fantastic. Definitely going to be a fun party game. Definitely going to be a fun game I'm going to pick up down the road. Um... And I wanted to mention that real quick, um, that it's out now for Switch. Also out now for Switch. Actually, I lied. It's not out for Switch yet. 
The next thing I want to talk about is Spider-Man. Good Lord, if Spider-Man was out now, I would know life that so hard. I love Spider-Man. And this game is just going to blow minds. Just blow them. To the wall. You know what I'm saying? Now, I mentioned Spider-Man because I want to do a little bit of, if you didn't hear it, they tweeted it out, but Insomniac Games is officially finished with Spider-Man. And oh my god, I couldn't be more excited. They're done with the game a whole, like, what, two months early? August, September. Here's the god. Oh, I'm so happy. Okay, I just want them to release it now, if it's done. <laughs> IGN already had a three-hour preview of the beginning of the game, and I'm just like, where's my early copy? Please, please send me an early copy. Not going to happen, obviously, but that would be dope. All right. I love how this game looks. This is a day one buy. All right. This is my single player game for the year that I want to just dive into. Okay. Red Dead, Fallout, those are my multiplayer games. I will still play the campaign for Red Dead 2. But as far as multiplayer goes, I got friends who are going to dive into it, want me to join them. Sure. I'll play with you. It's going to be dope. All right. That being said, let's go ahead and talk about upcoming releases coming out on Switch. WarioWare Gold comes out on August 3rd. That would be right now. You can go to the store, pick up your copy of WarioWare Gold. I believe it's $40 on the Nintendo 3DS. Yes, 3DS is still producing games. They're remaking Luigi's Mansion for Switch. I mean, not for Switch, for 3DS. <laughs> I wanted on Switch. But no, lo and behold, the game I want remastered is coming to 3DS. And I'm like, why? Because our sequel's on there. Why not put the first one on there? Because you have a Switch. That would be the smart idea. I don't know. Maybe it's a crazy screwball idea. But I think games should come out on the Switch more than the 3DS. Overcooked 2. Releases on all platforms, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, I believe, on August 7th. Now, I pre-ordered this, and the PS, uh, the PlayStation version of the game, when you pre-order it, has a really, really good uh, theme for your PlayStation. And, oh my god, if Switch got themes for pre-orders, hmm, I'd be so happy. Lo and behold, they don't. Maybe in the future, in an update with the online service, they'll add some stuff. Year 3 might include that. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but the theme for PlayStation is really, really cool. And I didn't play Overcooked One because it was a local co-op game, and I didn't have a lot of friends that would come over and play local co-op games with me. Uh, maybe in the future I'll have that, but I do have a lot of online friends that will play with me. My homies, of course, my brother in Oklahoma, um, and that's why I bought this one. My brother already pre-ordered it. I have another friend thinking about getting it, and I'm going to get it four-player online co-op. What could be more fun? Pop some trophies, have some fun. It'll be a blast. I might even stream it. Look, it's a great time. The Walking Dead Telltale, the final season, for Clementine at least, is going to release August 14th. I'm probably going to weep like a little bitch when it comes out because I love the Telltale games. I love the Walking Dead Telltale games. Anybody who knows about them, has played them, knows what happened to Lee. 
what happened to other main characters. Every season just gets better and better and better. And the most recent season, I believe three, was so good. Absolute favorite season thus far. I loved it. Definitely going to want to pick that one up. There is a demo of the final Walking Dead Telltale season available right now on the PlayStation Store. If you want to pick that one up, I definitely would encourage you to do that. Because I know I'm going to buy it day one, I'm not going to bother with the demo because I want to experience it all when I have all of it to play. So I'm just going to kind of hold off on that. But just as a little you know, information download, if you guys want to check that out, it is going to be available um, right now. You can download it right now. And then lastly, I want to mention that Guacamelee 2 comes out in August on the 21st. I could not, for the life of me, platinum Guacamelee. It was so stupid hard. But it was fun. Super, super fun. That being said, since I've conquered Celeste, I'm like, I can do this. And Guacamelee 2 <laughs> is going to be so good. So I'm going to pre-order that one probably at some point um, in the next couple of weeks and get that one and check it out. And hey, I might even stream that too. I don't know. I've been streaming a lot of different games. I streamed Borderlands the other day because my friends were like, you want to play Borderlands? I'm like, cool. You mind if I stream? They're like, yeah, let's do it. So I was like, cool beans. And I've been trying to keep consistent with that. But that's definitely going to be the update. The last thing I want to mention before we move on to the uh, next segment, my holiday segment, is going to be that Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan will be on Amazon if you're a Prime member to watch on the 31st of August, which is just at the end of the month, so you don't got long to wait, about 30 more days. They pushed it back from March, um, which, man, me and a couple other people I know were just like, why? This is something I've been wanting for a long time. I want to see this right now. But I understand things happened. People have things to do. But finally, we're getting in at the end of the month. This is something to watch, people. This is going to be a good show. This is going to be fantastic. And John Krasinski, I apologize for pronouncing your name wrong, John, but John Krasinski is a fabulous actor. It's fabulous. And I cannot wait to see what he does with Jack Ryan because the show looks really, 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 really good. And I watched a Comic-Con interview, and you should look this up because the interview is really, really... You know, it goes in depth more than what I'm saying. So I would suggest if you want to know more about it, then definitely check out the interview from Comic-Con this year. Um, but to summarize it, it's going to be a retelling of things, and it's not going to exactly follow what the last, you know, actor did or whatnot for the series, because more pe- more than one people have portrayed Jack Ryan, obviously. I mean, Tom Clancy, you know, has all those games and books and TV shows and movies and etc. But... This, this is separate because it's going to be multiple episodes. I think eight episodes in season one. And that means they have eight hours to share a big story, which gives them more leniency, which means it's going to be dope. Okay. I don't know what else to say about that other than to check it out. If you have Amazon prime at the end of the month. Now, maybe I'm weird for doing this. But here's a little countdown for the holidays. 89 days until Halloween. 111 days until Thanksgiving. Christmas? Only 144 days away. That's like 
Seven paychecks. You better be planning ahead for Christmas. And if you're not, you're in luck. Because I'm about to give you the top five reasons to plan ahead early for Christmas. Reason number one. Plan ahead, stay in bed. Rhymes, but it reminds you. You don't have to worry about waking up early, about staying out late, about stocking the deals if you just plan ahead. Look, most seasonal items, and this isn't true for all, but most are available for a cheaper price online. On top of that, it's only like 150 days or less. I mean, the people in your life that you care about, that you want to get gifts for, know what they want, know what they need, know what they like, and you should too, as their friend. Now, it's good to get a list because, you know, you like to confirm that things haven't changed recently and they don't have, like, recently needed something new, you know, like, I don't know, a chainsaw or a new bookshelf. Because, you know, something could happen that changes what they need or want, and the, the money for that might not be there. That being said, you're a hero. That's right. You're welcome. You're a hero. Because now you know you can plan ahead. And with 100 days left of Christmas, bam, you've just bought them that chainsaw or bookshelf. And it's stashed in your garage or your extra bedroom or your closet with the door locked where nobody will see it, already done, and by the time you get paid the week before Christmas or the week of Christmas, depending on your pay cycle, well, that money's yours. Because you're finished shopping and don't have to worry about number two on my list. Shopping early avoids crazy, manic shoppers. It's so frustrating when you go to the store for groceries, for gifts, for whatever reason, and there's 30,000 people conveniently there at the same time. Like, what did you do to deserve that? Nothing. You're human, and you just wanted to get in, get out, go home. You work hard for your money, so why should you be held up with your time, too? You know what? I don't think that's fair. So I'm here to tell you, shop early and avoid all the crazy shoppers. Sure, you got your regular nine to fivers on the weekend getting groceries for the following week. You got your late night shift people coming in either before or after their shift, depending, getting their food, their groceries, their whatever. But traffic will be less than the holiday traffic ahead. Brings me to point number three. Discounts? Cheaper? Everything is cheaper. Out of season. I mentioned this in, pre in my first point, but let me just reiterate and go deeper. All right? Things are cheaper out of season. Why? Because they're not relevant. Greedy people who operate and run Walmart and Target and other stores, etc., Sam's Club, they want you to spend more because they make more money off of you. They want you to, you're, you're working hard for your money and they're just going to take it from you? Disrespectful. Shove it to the man 
and buy your stuff early out of season so you don't have to worry about going out of pocket, going broke, spending your extra dime that you worked hard for. It's my two cents. Point number four was those days until the holidays. I wanted to mention it at the beginning, though. So there's your point number four. I had 4A and B to show that Halloween's coming up quick. Definitely buy your Halloween stuff ASAP. So you can have your Halloween party, your costume party, your get-together, whatever it is, your scary movie night. And uh, buy all that stuff out of season two because it's definitely, definitely going to help you in the long run. Same with Thanksgiving, you know. You already know you're going to buy certain food items. Buy your green beans now. Buy your your stuffing and all that stuff. It won't expire between now and Thanksgiving. Make your grandma a pie and she'll be like, yo, you are now my apprentice. You know, point number five, spending money is easier than earning money, i.e. working summer OT always trumps working winter OT. Now, I follow that up with a second point, but let me just say this real quick. Have you ever gone out and been like, yo, it's the weekend, I'm going to do me, let's go, and you're going you're gonna, to you know, treat yourself, right? You go out, you buy some new clothes, you buy a new pair of shoes, you go out, you go shopping, you know? <laughs> you went window shopping this weekend, it was payday. You go in to treat yourself, going to buy yourself something nice to eat, going to buy yourself something nice to wear, going to call up your bestie, and you're going to be like, yo, bitch, let's go out, let's tear up this town. I get it. I've been there. I've done that. Life is good when you have money. Life is good when you can go out. Life is good when you feel good about yourself. I get it. But spending money is <laughs> so easy. Slide your credit card. They're never going to show you your balance before or after. You have to go out of your way to find that out. Who wants to see high numbers when you don't want to end up worrying about it right now? Or even more so, slide your debit card. That's your paycheck you're spending. That's your paycheck you worked hard for, but you deserve to treat yourself. So ignore the numbers right now. You'll look at your budget later. I get it. I've been there. I'm, I'm there with you. Let's get steaks later. I love me a steak. But my suggestion, work summer overtime as much as you can. If you vacation over the summer, cool. Even more of a reason. Have some extra cash for your vacay. And then have some extra money for Christmas, for the holidays, for yourself. Because you work hard for your money. And my second point to five is that life happens. Your car could have an issue. Your medical condition could change. You don't know what's going to happen. You got to have that cash money. Because even if you have insurance, life will find a way to screw you five ways to Sunday. Take that hard-earned cash that you don't deserve to get taken from you. But, oh, no, no, life's not fair, right? Mama taught you that when you were growing up. Am I right? But you know what? You deal with it because you're a badass and you worked overtime all summer. Oh, 500 bucks. Damn, that, that's rough. Good thing I worked that OT those two weeks. Slide my debit. I got that right here. Don't say I didn't thank you. Warn you. Give you the advice. You can thank me uh, later. 
but that's a, a quality fat love tip. I don't like working overtime in the, sun, in the winter. The winter time is just snowy and crappy, and I live in the Midwest, and nah, I'm good. I don't like it. If I'm already there, I'll stay. But I ain't coming in early. Forget that nonsense. That is a that's a goofy suggestion. Goofy, goofy suggestion. Bad weather happens. And if that happens, I ain't leaving. I'm already here. Pay me to stick around. Because Lord knows if I drive home and it's a 45-minute drive home from work, to work, whatever, and I slide off in a ditch, not only I got to fix the car, I got to tow the car, and not only do I got to do all that, I'm cold <laughs> in the process. Nah, I'm going like 20 under the speed limit, 30 maybe. Go around me. My hazards are on. Boy. Anyway, those are my five suggestions. My five top reasons why you should plan ahead, plan early for Christmas. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I'd love to hear your feedback. Definitely shoot me a message on the Anchor app, a voice message, and I can you know, sh- uh, put that in my podcast next week. We can have a little discussion. And uh, tweet me. I'll read that tweet on my podcast next week. Snapchat me, whatever. I'm available, and I will uh, love to hear your thoughts because I was running this idea past my friend, and I was like, yo, it's almost Christmas. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, bro, it's 144 days till Christmas. You don't think that's close? I think it's close. I think it's going to sneak up on you and bite you in the butt and be like, yo, you got bills? Cool. The extra money? No, it's not yours. It's going to, you know, insert homie or insert family member or insert food item or insert party costume or etc. reason. I ain't got time to be broke. I'm living my best life now. So I'm going to work that OT so I can enjoy myself when I'm not at work. You know what I'm saying? In the wintertime, I don't like working more than I have to. I like seeing the fam. I like being online. I like being with my homies. I like being with my friends. I like going out on my terms. It's been a mild couple Christmases in the Midwest, where I'm at at least, the Kansas-Missouri border. I'm terrified that one of these years is going to be just like blizzard hell. And I'm going to be like, no, please. I need money to pay for bills. And uh, life won't care. That's why I say in the summertime, it's hot. I ain't got AC in my car. That don't stop me. I'm going to work that OT. I'm going to make that cash money. I'm going to pay off my car. I'm going to save that extra dough. I'm going to make me a pizza at a dollar bills. That's just me. Thank you for, of course, tuning in for another episode of Fat Love Talk. It's been another great week, another great show. I appreciate all the support. I'm seeing about six or seven consistent views on my podcast, and I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in to listen to this podcast. It means the world to me. I love this podcast. I love having a platform to voice my opinion and to get it out there in the world, and I'm definitely, definitely going to keep it up. I'm going to keep posting this episode. It's going to keep pumping them out. Going to keep giving you those bonus episodes if you have the Anchor app downloaded and favorite my podcast. You're going to get all kinds of great content 
Um, the Meg Myers Luminize song is on this podcast at the beginning after the intro. Um, if you have the Anchor app, of course you already know that the song played for you, the full song. That was just, it's a great way for me to share music every now and again. And then I will keep doing more episodes of Fat Love Talk Radio. My next one, I'm not sure when I'll do it, but it is going to be coming up. Um, I might do a country version. I might do a regular secular rap version. I might just do, you know, punk pop or, or rock or something along those lines. I have a good video game archive of music I could share. Um, it's just a fun, fun thing for me to kind of put out there as bonus content for you guys. Um, I'm also thinking about other ideas. There was a segment I wanted to put today's podcast that I didn't quite make it, uh, into the podcast because of time restrictions and also because I might save it for next week because it's still kind of a developing story and it would be my first time voicing about like a political kind of thing in the news and my reaction to that. I might put that into next week's episode and push it to then. Um, I appreciate everybody who's made it to the end here. Of course, as always, you can follow me on Snapchat at FatLove. That's P-H-A-T-L-O-V-E, all one word. Twitter, of course, the paper penguin. I tweet a lot of good stuff. Definitely want to follow me on that platform. And then lastly, if you want to follow my live streams, if you want to follow any of my YouTube content, you can find me at Alpha Phenomenon Gaming. Of course, Alpha Phenomenon is my PlayStation tag, so that's how you can easily find me. Just look for the logo of the Charizard Skyrim, and you'll find me. Mad love. See you all next week for another fantastic episode of Fat Love Talk.